So there was a lot of flooding today. It's been a steady rain. It hasn't like been torrential rain, but it's been a steady rain. And I guess with the steady rain, it's caused the uh, little creeks and um, stuff to sort of overflow. So there's a lot of road networks in my near my little town of Southam um, that are flooded. And I had a chance to take the 4x4 out and play in some of these big puddles, and uh, that was fun. But what I wanted to share with you on this podcast today was about a book I just finished reading, which is called The Paleo Manifesto, Ancient Wisdom for Lifelong Health. And it's by a guy named John Durant. Now, as you probably picked up from my social media and Twitter and Instagram and all those sort of things, um, I've been having a major buster move into this sort of fitness groove. Um, and, you know, you know, it's not a new thing for me. I mean, I've been um, an avid gym rat, weightlifter, bodybuilder type uh, since I was 13, I think, is when I uh, I started started. Um, but I think one of the things I've I've come to realize, uh, uh, you know, over the sort of last I'd say month or so, um, and I always known it, but it's it's something that's you know how you just have one of these light bulb moments, so like all right, well I gotta lick some stuff. So um, you know, you're getting older, and metabolism and all that kind of stuff changes. Um, and while I'm still kicking around some pretty heavy weights and things like that, um, you know, I'm still was going under the, you know, eating kind of whatever. Um, and it shows, it shows you get a little bit of the dad bod around the waistline, particularly. And so I thought, oh, you know what? I really need to tighten up on the nutrition. And so, yeah, you got the big guns. And the chest is popping and the strength is there. But, um, you know, we could deal with slimming up that. You know, just trimming the excess fat, basically, needs to uh, be gone. So, um, I've been reading into the nutrition game. And I've always been attracted to the paleo style. Because, you know, I'm a big, um, you know, I like my meat. And so, just the concept or premise of paleo you know that was enough to attract my attention but it's a lot deeper than that just eating meat so it's more than just that it's actually and the reason why i like this book by john durant is that he attacks it from uh, ask uh, evolutionary psychology basically and you know he's asking the questions of of around you know well, what makes a human in relationship to what we eat. So, what is what does it human eat? So, if you think about zoos um, and the zookeepers and zoologists trying to recreate an environment for the animals in the zoo and kind of create their habitat and simulate the the kind of diet um, by understanding what they would eat in the wild. So, pretty much, you know, John Durant was attacking this project of his from that point of view. So, you know, I don't know, imagine you were putting a human in a, a zoo, how would you recreate his habitat and what types of foods um, do they need to eat? And thinking about it, uh, not civilized as in civilized industrial age man, but our n- natural man from our origins, you know, what was the kind of food 
that we ate before all this processed stuff. Um, hence, going back to Paleolithic man and the hunter-gatherers. And because from his research, it was when we were hunter-gatherers that we were actually at our healthiest and lived longer um, in that that period. Then when we switched over to being uh, more of the sort of the herders, uh, our, our, our health problems and issues started changing, like teeth and things like that became worse and um, just more susceptible to different diseases and things like that started to crop up as we changed from being hunter-gatherers to being primarily herders and then even worse when we moved into the industrial age and spent more time indoors and um, ate more processed food like sugars and things like that and what effect that has had so he's really taken it way back and said all right if I'm looking at this from a evolutionary standpoint how is the human body designed and what um, what's what's fuel is meant to go inside this body of ours. So it's a pretty fascinating read from um, that point of view. And as I said, it's not just like, it's not a diet book per se. It's more of an investigation into um, what it is that makes us um, human in relationship to what kind of fuel needs to go into this body. So I found that pretty, pretty fascinating. That was a great way of presenting that. Um, and I think it did a really thorough job of covering all the different grounds from not only what we, you know, um, eat, but also physiology in terms of, you know, we weren't meant to be a sitting creature <laughs> to sit behind a desk. You know, our body was built for standing, walking and and running. Um, and of course, in the world that we live in now, the whole information age, you know, most of our time is spent uh, sitting down, stationary, inside, indoors, watching TV, surfing the net, on our mobile phones, and all of that kind of stuff. But it's not actually what our body was designed for. So, it, you know, he addresses that in terms of, you know, the need to get out and move more, again, and move the body in the way that um, it was meant to be moved, you know, so walking, running, jumping, you know, crawling, swimming, doing all these things that we would have needed to be able to do out in the wild, um, you know, when we were in our sort of hunter-gatherer mode. So, yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool. And then, it, um, you know, we addressed it. There was, a, there was a lot of interesting chapters in here, so I do recommend that you read it. Um, one of the th I found sort of fascinating. Now, now, I happen to be a guy that, you know, I like going to the gym and throwing the iron around. It's just sort of my thing. So I, I kind of flip between powerlifting and uh, bodybuilding, depending on um, what phase of my training that I'm in and what kind of mood that I'm in. Um, but he, you know, he talks about that and the machines and things like that. And even I suppose to a certain degree, some of, well, especially the machines. Um, again, it doesn't call for the, you know, the use the body in its sort of natural way. And I think he was, you know, he's kind of make a point about, um, I guess it's like the, the payoff, what's the payoff? So 
if you think about why we do, you know, you watch animals and their play, their play is is designed to mimic um, their to hone their skills, their hunting skills and their fighting skills. So I thought that was interesting as well in terms of addressing that and thinking about your sort of physical fitness and should it be more of um, a skill basing, i.e. so, you know, using your body to and thinking about um, not just go to work out, lift some weights uh, just because, but actually get and move in the body, doing some more functional fitness, which I really like. I do like the functional fitness movement and body weight movement, uh, body weight workouts. I love working out with sandbags um, and sort of kettlebells and those sorts of things. So, um, you know, I, yeah, I dig it. So, you know, he, he addressed um, a full kind of, uh, you know, gave a nice balanced view of, of, everything evolutionary from i think from a sort of psychological point of view and a physiological um point of view so definitely well worth a read i definitely highly recommend that you do and i'll provide a link um below okay so just by way of summarizing some of john durant's main points i'll do that for you so if you know if we if we were looking at the cliff notes version of 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 um the book here it is so it says what to eat you want to mimic the hunter gatherer or herder diet so basically stop counting calories eat the right foods which includes meat seafood roots tubers leafy vegetables eggs fruit and nuts and he says to ex- also experiment with full fat fermented um dairy products as well and aim for a diet where the bulk of your calories kind of comes from seafood and animals. But, you know, to get that sort of maybe more fuller feel, um, you can get that physical bulk from plants. Uh, and he reiterates to not be afraid of fats. And I know there's such a, you know, everything's like eat low fat this. And, you know, the things on the packages are more important not what fat something has um, in it. When, in fact, you know, we actually need fat and we need protein of the of the three macro nutrients the one that we could live without are carbohydrates and um, but fat we need protein we need so um is you know he reiterates don't be afraid of fat you know people kind of get crazy and try and limit uh their sort of fat intake which actually has uh, its own consequences uh, in there. And he reiterates to eat a variety of plants. Now, something that, you know, I know that, um, you know, I haven't always been that great at is just having a, eaten a variety of things. You know, I got myself into a space where I just pretty much, with the exception of dinner, but breakfast and lunch was pretty much exactly the same every single day. Um and I think, you know, I think there is a definite case for just eating a wide, the widest variety of things that you keep. One, because I think if you get in the habit of just eating the exact same thing, then whatever uh, affects over time that, you know, that particular thing that you eat a lot, you know, consistently every day, then, you know, whatever is associated with 
um, the effects on the body with that, you know, you, well, yeah, you've created a condition where you maybe have heightened that because you've done it over a sustained period of time and consistently. So this whole variety aspect um, I really like. The next point, just sort of by way of summary again, so how to eat, he says, follow the ancient culinary tradition. So basically, uh, respect ancient uh, wisdom, follow the traditional recipes. So eat fermented foods like sauerkraut, uh, kimchi, eat raw foods, um, make broth and stocks, cook food at a sort of low heat as well. And use fats and oils like coconut oil um, and butter instead of, you know, vegetable oils and the like. So, um, and he talks about making sure that you eat the sort of time-honored super foods like liver, eggs, seaweed, cold water, fish, and just enjoy real butter. Something that um, I've brought back into my space because I've just been eating a little margarine stuff or the i can't believe it's not butter tub because you know you just kind of buy into the whole cholesterol low fat um aspect but you read the book he talks about you know where so where's the history of those things have come from um and it might not you know it's not necessarily um uh, as big of a health concern as maybe it's been made out in the media and and the like. So, you know, do some reading about that because I found some interesting um, ideas that that came out of 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 his his research in that space. So, what not to eat? And this is, you know, I think this is a, you know, this this if you're approaching your diet from a you know, just an intuitive point of view, you know, avoid industrial foods like sugar, sugars, um, seeds are not good for humans. So pretty much avoid processed foods of the industrial age. So anything like with sugar, sweetened food, table salt, uh, dried fruit, artificial sweeteners, that kind of thing. Vegetable oils is not good for us and that includes canola oil soybean oil corn oil peanut oil you know avoid those things um avoid eating sort of large concentrated quantities of seed-based crops um particularly things like wheat corn barley uh, and oats and no legumes so soy uh, beans and peanuts are out and if you're going to eat grains he suggests that you go with rice and um i think two other points i'll I'll just sort of share by way of summarizing the book and and i think he says that um you know you can get crazy with like counting the calories and counting your macros and um that's that sort of stuff um basically saying you know make it make it it meaningful make your your eating your dietary habits make it meaningful so experiment and um and customize the you know, diet to you so if you think about you know all this you know the recommended daily allowance of this or that um you know that's built on a on a across a broad spectrum but we're all individuals and and you know you have to experiment and see what works for you know there's no prescribed set exactly um for you know that'll work for everyone so experiment and find out what works for you know what works for your body and and you know make that that sort of a, a fun aspect and and you know pay attention to what what you're eating and what effect 
um, uh, that it has. And if you do it from a point of view of, you know, it's something that you you know, enjoy, that it's a part of your sort of lifestyle, as opposed to, oh, I want to lose weight, and so i got to count every single calorie or um, that, that sort of thing. And then I guess the last point is just to focus on uh, leading a healthy lifestyle, so sleep as much as possible, something that, you know, I know that I've been pretty bad at doing um you know I, I was only doing like you know four maybe five hours of sleep a night so I'm, I'm pushing myself to to get more sleep so more in the range of sort of five six um seven hours of sleep which is kind of hard for me because I just and have a habit of not sleeping that much but um yeah I'm making making some strides that way and of course move as much as you can, exercise regularly. Um, I've gone to, and I think I did a post earlier today, um, of you know using a standing desk as opposed as opposed to a sitting desk. But if you have to use a sitting desk, then get up um, at scheduled periods to sort of move around, uh, keep your body, you know, move, move that body. And something else that I've been experimenting with is, um, and he recommends, is trying some hot and cold exposure. So um, there's some benefits to us health-wise if you expose your body to, um, you know, heat, a lot of heat, like in the sauna, steam. But then also flip side of that is the cold exposure. So, you know, the Scandinavian ice baths or um, like, you know, like for me at the present, um, you know, when it's been colder, just wearing a jumper. Uh, no coats, throwing away my coats, no coats, just a hat, and to keep my fingers, my extremities warm. Um, and, and that that whole cold exposure, if you're trying to lose weight, um, apparently it burns what's called brown fat. And we basically, your body needs to um, keep itself warm. It takes a lot of energy, so it's got to burn uh, fat to create more energy to try and keep you warm so try some cold exposure and i even tried um the cold shower therapy thing oh that's hard work i think you got to be hardcore for that um there's an article in the current outdoor fitness magazine mr iceman this dude who can sit in the ice bath for two hours without shivering and i think that's just insane for me um but yeah if you if you feel so inclined um, try doing one of these cold shower um, things in the morning. Oh, ooh, makes me shiver just thinking about it. Um, but that's again, just make it a part of you know um, your lifestyle. This whole um, healthier um, eating, exercising, moving, make it a lifestyle as opposed to making it a chore or something that I got to tick off of my um, to do list type thing. Anyway, that's um, that's what I wanted to talk to you today about Paleo Manifesto, Ancient Wisdom for Lifelong Health by John Durant.